Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Herd Fit Podcast with Dr. Sam Ree and myself, Coach David Syverson. This podcast is aimed at helping anyone and everyone looking to enhance their healthy lifestyle through fitness, nutrition, and most importantly, mindset. All right, welcome back to the Herd Fit Podcast. I am Coach David Syverson here with my co-host, Dr. and Coach Sam Marie. And we have two, not one, two special guests to kick off our 2023 Noble CrossFit Open coverage. And the reason all three of these guys up here right now, they kicked off the CrossFit Open at Bison. They just got done with 23.1. And 23.1 is a repeat from 2014. The irony here, uh, the selfish irony, is this was the first year that CrossFit Bison was open. So this was our first open as a gym when this workout came out. I think we had five of us signed up. (laughs) And we're at 267 right now. Um, the workout is as follows for guys and girls, 60 cal row, 50 toes to bar, 40 wall balls, 30 cleans, 20 muscle ups, ring muscle ups. Guys, all opening thoughts. We'll start off on the other side. We'll come back around. Sam, opening thoughts on the workout, your emotions coming into it. I thought the first workout was supposed to be accessible and, <laughs> and friendly to the public, and this was certainly not that, for sure. Thank you, Mr. Bosman, for that. Kat. Yeah, I agree. I thought I, I didn't see this one coming at all. I thought it was definitely harder for the first one than I anticipated anyway. Mm-hmm. Jules. Yep, I would also agree that Closer. it was really sorry. I would also agree that it was really hard. I was definitely nervous for the fifty toast bar. Mm. So, opening thoughts on that from the coaching perspective, like, because we always talk about how accessible the open workout wants to be work week one, because a lot of people are still on the fence, and if they make a workout that's too difficult, everyone that's on the fence will be like, you know what, I'm not going to sign up. This workout's too tough. So, the past few years, and this dates back multiple, probably five, six years, the first workout of the open has always been something that's very not easy they're never going to be easy they're always going to be hard but when i say simple meaning the mass crossfitter the mass group of crossfitters can do most of the movements if not all of the movements so the good scores come down to just work capacity how many reps per minute can you sustain so when you see a workout that has two relatively high skill movements 50 toes of bar and 20 ring muscle ups the first time we've seen the rings in years people will immediately just look at those evil words and say, wow, this workout's too tough. Now, this workout, in my opinion, the fact that you're going to be putting ring muscle-ups into the workout, you know, we talked about this in our preview, that they're at the end, and they're very hard to even get to. There are going to be a lot of people that freak out about the ring muscle-ups that are not going to get there. It's like that workout, 60, 50, 40, 30, that alone is tough. And you're going to see on this leaderboard, the amount of people in this workout that get <clears throat> 180 reps as their score. That means they got to the muscle-ups. It's going to be the most common score worldwide. So what matters is the tiebreaker. So that is going to be – so you're going to have thousands and thousands of people with the score of 180, but you're going to be ranked based on how fast you got there. And that's where – I go into this is better than saying, hey, 10 rounds of six cow row, five toes of bar, four wall balls, three cleans, two muscle ups. Why? Because you would have people at the rings for 12 minutes not able to get one. Whereas here, if that happens, you're only there for a couple minutes. So my, my devil's advocate answer on is this too hard of an open workout for the first week in this all inclusive world that we're living in? I think this is actually a really good way to start off the open. 
So, Sam, what do you think about that? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I will say when I first heard it announced, I went through the seven stages of, uh, <laughs> you know, I was angry and I was, you know, bargaining. like, And then I finally got to the acceptance part of it. And I, I just said, it's another workout. Um, I was a little pissed because, honestly, I can sort of do ring muscle-ups. But had I obviously known, I would have practiced them a lot more. But I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um which is where Bosman zigs when we're all expecting a zag. Yeah. Like, you know, so next year I'm going to just have to prep everything because this is the way Bosman works. Things, right. Right. Yeah. We're all going to work on ring muscle ups and then they're not going to be in the open. They're not going to be in the open again. So, so I think the lesson was prepare generally yeah. for lots of stuff. Don't expect anything. Okay. Or maybe expect everything. And yeah. so. Um, I know you'll talk about the difference between guys and girls. Yep. I will talk about my experience when I went through it just to give some numbers. Yeah. Uh, the first thing was I went um, slower than I actually probably could have on the row. I, I, I held to about a 1,200 cal whatever split. Yep. Um, and that was very doable for me for and the that, most part. Did that add up to about 330 Almost three, just actually three minutes. Yeah, okay. Just okay. Yeah, three minutes about at 1,200 pace. Yeah. Okay. So that worked out for me. And then... Uh, I was able to get to the toes to bar. My toes to bar are not the strongest, so I ended up um, doing like maybe eight or nine or ten. And then I, by the time I got into fifth, uh, like halfway in, I started doing twos, threes, and then a couple singles at the end. Mm-hmm. It just got so hard. Like I thought I was got a lot better at toes to bar than I was. Uh, that core just got shot. And then the um, wall balls. Um, were not awful for me. I just stuck to fives, and I just pretty much got through it for the most part. Uh, and then, uh, and then I had a guy. I think like three or four, like three minutes maybe, or two minutes, two minutes maybe for the ring muscle ups. You went all singles on the cleans, right? I did. Oh yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That was actually a, um, that was hard. That was the sticky point for yeah. me. So yeah. you get and, and I was just talking to Kevin Yurchak, and he remembers it. It's exactly this way. You get into like about twelve. And you don't want to pick up that barbell anymore. Yeah, and you, you're not even halfway you're, at that Yeah, point. and you're just like, I have 18 more. And you're like, you just, you want to take more rest. And mm-hmm. uh, Chase Ingram said it, you just keep bleeding time and you don't even realize it while you're doing the workout because you keep resting. So the only thing that got me through it were all the people cheering, yeah. like the whole bison crowd. I was just like... I can't let more than a couple se- I know it was longer than it probably actually was, mm-hmm. but it felt like they just kept making me pick it up a little bit faster, a little bit faster, got through the 30, and then I managed barely to get one ring muscle up at the end, and they were so happy for me. It was like, yeah. I was just so glad not to fail. And yeah. then I thought I had another one in me, and I just didn't have, you know, it. when you hear Ingram say, you know, it's not the the getting up it's the press out mm-hmm. and it was so true by the time I got there it's because it I was catching low on the on the rings because yeah. I was so tired I didn't have enough strength and I'm pretty good at the press out I couldn't press out for mm-hmm. the other the last yeah, two you're attempts. smoked at that point like the, think about all the movement patterns your body does prior to the muscle up yeah all of the pulling on the rings yeah the lats on the toes of bar the yeah. pushing on the wall ball the yeah. pulling and the catching even the yeah. catch on the clean is taxing yeah like everything all the muscles and movement patterns that you need for the ring muscle up they've been taxed yeah. by this point it's a conditioning one for the guys like the better your conditioning is as a guy mm-hmm. the, the, yeah. you'll, the better off you're going to do in this Got it's it. not about strength at all yeah. it's, it's all about conditioning alright so Kat give me a little some feedback on what your strategy is I think what this I want everyone to know is that these three athletes up here they're actually I've coached them on a couple different levels in, in, in a couple different forms they're very different athletes and I think that you guys 
can relate to one of them. So I really do want you guys to expose kind of like what you were thinking. What was A, your strategy, B, where did you get kicked in the face, and then what did you, how did you respond? So, Kat, give me some of your well, outlook on the strategy. I agree with Sam. I think that I disagree with you that it was just conditioning for the men. I think it was conditioning for the women, too, and that's not my strength. <laughs> so I was pretty winded. But I loved it now in hindsight because this was really all CrossFit. It was yeah. everything, and I don't think I have ADD, but in CrossFit, I think I do. Like, okay, just do this. Now we'll do something else. And then we'll do another one. And then we'll do something else. So I love that, that we're doing one thing, and then we'll do another. And um, I'm short and don't have the greatest strength in my legs, so rowing is not my strength. Um, I came in thinking I was going to row at a certain pace. And as soon as we got here, I said, I think I'm going to row a little bit slower <laughs> than my pace. Yeah. And I just closed my eyes and kept it at that. And if I went over that, my... What was the number? I stayed. I was going to say around 800. 800 cal per hour pace. Per, right. Yeah. But I thought, maybe I'll just go a little slower than that. Yeah. And I just closed my eyes and stayed there. Yeah. And that was good because Coach Sam said, if you get to the bar, the toaster bar, and you are sucking wind in any way, shape, or form, you have blown the workout. Yep. You're done. Yep. Yeah, so I'll, I want to touch on that after you guys both, just you and yeah. Jules talk about it, because you guys have very different approaches on, yeah. on the first two parts that I think everyone needs to hear. Yeah, so, so I went super slow in the row. Super slow in the row. And, and then, then you did, toaster bar on my jam, so yeah, I just... It. You were moving fast I on just those. bolted out a bolt, you know, big, big sets just because I wanted to get done with it. And that they, that was a lot of toaster bar. How big were so your sets? So even 15, 10, oh 10, 15, yeah. Whoa. Even those, wow, I did two sets of five at the very end because those last two I thought, yeah. wow. So cramping up again. like <laughs> getting a little tight right now. <laughs> um, and then wall balls again, not my jam. So I just did tens and chipped away. Um, and then the cleans are just, by that time I'm just, I'm breathing heavy. Yeah. So I just have to learn that I should hang on to it because I can breathe better when I hang on to it. So mm -hmm. when I let go of the bar, which other people might do also, then you start breathing heavier yep. and then that gets in your head so yep. if you can hang on just hang on okay um touch and go but over yeah oh, yeah okay but overall i i thought it was a great workout in hindsight because it has so much yeah so many different things yeah so I mean, it's, it's, it's what you said it's crossfit it's, it's crossfit and it's yeah. you're going to have one of those is going to be your strength yeah and how yeah. far did you just get? find it how i finished far? i didn't get to the rings finished right at the buzzer kind of yeah. like 1358 ish yeah. right mm -hmm. so yeah. that's mm -hmm. great so you finish that that'll be your, th awesome. your 180 score tiebreaker cool Jules, the only non-Masters athlete at the table right now. <laughs> it's an honor. We're all very jealous right now. Um, let's talk about your row, your toes. I think a lot of the strategy does have to come down to those first two movements. And I think different athletes will have very different approaches. It shouldn't just be, I'm just going to go for it. What, were your, what was your approach row, toes bar? Um, so my approach for the row was to hold a 1,000 pace, okay. which we fast. discussed. Yep. Um, and then... For the toes to bar, it was to go fives because toes to bar are not my jam. Um, and then it ended up going, you know, twos yeah. and then singles. Um, and then walls, wall balls are more my speed. So I was able to do 20 wall balls and then 10 and then another 10. Nice. Um, That's then, great. That's a nice first set. It's nice to get mm -hmm. to 20 right away. Yeah. And yeah. then for the power cleans, I also agree that it got sticky there. Um, I just tried to break it up into fives. And then I got to 20 <laughs> cleans. And I was like, oh, I'm done. A great dramatic <laughs> collapse to the ground. And then Karen was like, get back up. You have 10 more. <laughs> Ten more, um, and then I ended up finishing. Oh, so, moral of the story: there, don't think that there's twenty cleans. There's thirty. <laughs> All right. So, I want to talk about the difference between Cat and Jules because there's a lot of um, 
people like you're you're gonna relate to one of that. Like, hey, I'm a good rower, but I struggle with some of the toes bar. Hey, I'm good at toes bar, I struggle with row. Okay, here's the one thing everyone could say: whether you row 100, even 200 cows per hour, more or less, it will not be that big of a difference. So don't stress that much about it, right? Like, if a 1200 is very comfortable for you, but 14 is like way not. Just do the 12. It's not going to help you to even try 13. So just don't stress too much about the row. Um, the, I think the only thing you could do wrong in the row is row too hard. Yep. Mm-hmm. I really I really do believe that. For sure. All right? Because even if, like, if Kat's like, oh, I, I really slowed down. Okay, let's pretend she rode another 100 cal per hour. She would have been off there maybe 15 seconds quicker. Mm-hmm. It would just would have made a big difference. Um, but this is the point where I think you have to figure out. If you struggle with toes of bar because this is the muscle fatigue, right? Your hip flexors get tired, your abs get tired, your lats get tired. I would actually be more inclined to row hard because, all right, it's okay if you get there out of breath because you know at some point they're going to turn into long breaks, not because you can't breathe. It's because your muscles are tired. So you're going to get breath back on a lot of your toes to bar because there's so much rest. Whereas if you're someone like Kat, you're gonna be banging out big sets of toes to bar. And now that it turns into this aerobic movement where your breathing does get harder because you're do- engaged for so long, you probably wanna dial back the road just a tad. Not for the time, it's for how you're breathing and how you feel going into the toes to bar. So that's like the first two things I would think about. RX scale, master's knot. If you struggle with one more than the other, all right, just put some thought into that. Wall balls. This is where I think muscle tension, when you guys, they had different approaches here. Sam did all singles, right? No, for wall balls? No, no, sorry, sorry, for the clean, no, for the cleans. Yes. Okay, and you guys were going touch and go? Mm-hmm. All right, I think part of this needs to go into what your plan is to, for the workout. If you're trying to get to the rings in this workout and you wanna do some damage there, get a rep, all right? I think it's very smart to go singles on the cleans. Almost all games athletes, the best athletes, better than all of us, they do singles. Because that tension, it matters, right? Like being quicker by 45 seconds, all right, as opposed uh, by going touch and go, but needing a really long break and having all that muscle fatigue when you get to the rings is probably going to backfire. And I think this is going to be this. I'm really looking forward to some athletes are in my mind right now. How much discipline do you have to go singles on the cleans and then so that you have the juice at the ring muscle up? So let's touch on where your the the most local muscle fatigue you guys had in the workout jules you start my forearms that's yeah that's i think about what you're doing grip 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 pulling on the toes bar pulling on the row pulling the barbell cat most local muscle fatigue i think it's just my my heart yeah the heart rate was the biggest (laughs) thing how how did your shoulders feel on the wall balls like were they tired at all no. Okay. So, like, that's, I, I think some people need to know, like, that toes to bar combo with the wall balls, it's pretty complimentary, meaning don't be afraid to push the wall balls after the toes to bar. Right. Yeah. Sam. I, I agree. I suck at wall balls and they did not feel awful. The toes to bar felt awful. I, I was, your core gets shot in and I was just mm-hmm. doing singles, which is why I went to a low bar. You saw me pick a really yeah. low bar because yeah. I knew. I was going to do a lot of singles at the end, and I wanted to be able to come down and jump right back up without having to waste too much time on that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then at the end, I thought I could do more ring muscles. I seriously went in thinking if I had a minute, I could do a couple. But by the time you get off those cleans, I just didn't have anything. I could barely get one. Mm -hmm. And it was was very, very frustrating because you're trying to catch your breath. You don't have much time left. You see the the clock ticking, and you're like, okay, I'm going to rest. And 30 seconds goes by like in a sure. snap right. yep. and you're still not ready to really like mm-hmm. get there. How much time, how many times did you guys chalk up in this workout? 
I think I'd put some chalk on in between each of my sets on the toes bar. Toes bar, okay. yeah. Jules? I want to say two times, okay. but All maybe right. more. All right, Sam? At least three or four during the toes to bar. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that, I, I think that sometimes we, we use this as a crutch sometimes. Like, I need chalk, so I'm going to take a break. I will say this. I'm not against extra chalk. If you're someone that just needs that, like, you know, mentally, but try to factor that into that's part of your rest. It's not get off the rig, chalk up my hands, now I get to the rest, right? Like, transitions, too. Um, you know, if you, if you think you're going to be close to the buzzer or you want to get every second possible out of you can out of yourself, you know, in, in chippers, I think transitions are really important, meaning you get off the rower, go bang out a set. I wouldn't chalk up before your first set, all right? And once you start getting to that muscle failure point, meaning your rate is just going to slow down because you have to allow time for your muscles to get ready to rock again, then chalk up. But chalk is part of your break. It's not part of the workout. So it's just like, no, you don't get credit. You don't get reps for chalking up. It's, so it's, it's part of your rest. And that's one thing I've always noticed when like I videotape workouts and look back. I'm like, you chalk up, and then you do the hands on the knees. Like Try to avoid that. I think that's like a little micro-level thing that could just give you an extra 40 seconds at the end of the workout. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go into some of the math on this, right? I know there's a lot of people that already started hitting me up about reps per minute on this, right? And this is where I think this is more for advanced Crossfitters, not I'm not talking about skill or talent level. It's I've been doing this for a while, right? Because you, you have to know yourself. But um, this workout is uh, blah, 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 110, 151. It's 200 reps, but I count the muscle up when I do reps per minute as two movements, the pull and the push. So really to me, the whole round is 220 reps. So if anyone out there has the goal of trying to finish this workout, ugh, that's going to be about 15 reps per minute, 15 to 16 reps per minute is and if that's your goal okay and i think you need to start thinking about that early on this is a up until the muscle ups the movements are doable right it's not like we're telling you to snatch 225 pounds where like you start failing left or right if the muscle ups are at the beginning it's hard to do reps per minute if wall walks are in there hard to do reps per minute because of the local fatigue in the shoulders that cause failure but you're rowing the, the reason i bring that up is the guys and girls, when you're on that rower, unless you're a monster, you don't need to row 25 cows in a minute. And I think that's where a lot of mistakes will be made. When you get to the rig, and unless you're a toes bar ninja, don't do 25 reps. Like very, I will say at CrossFit Bison, we have a very fit gym. The fittest athletes in our gym average between 18 and 21 reps per minute and for, for a workout like this and this time domain with these movements. So I think you need to start putting thought into that right away with the row toes bar wall balls. Like it's not necessary for you to do big sets. And if you are going to redo this one, there are some people, I want you to take your score from the first one and divide it by 14. All right. Get your number, divide it by 14. And that's how many reps per minute you did. And then that can help you build up your pace. So let's touch on last thing we'll talk about. It's just the overall pacing feel here of, you know, if there's one thing you could have done different, what would it have been? Sam. Uh, honestly, I just looked at my split times for each movement. And I crushed it. So, And I was so awesome. <laughs> no, I mean, I wanted to finish the cleans with uh, two minutes left, and I finished at 12.05, and so I had about a minute 55 to do the ring muscle-ups. What I think I should have done, honestly, uh, was slow down by another minute, especially on the cleans, because I, I did three minutes for the row. I did three minutes for the 50 toes-to-bar. I did about two and a half minutes or so for the wall balls, and then I finished the 30 cleans by, so I finished the wall balls by 8.22, and then I finished the 30 cleans by 12.05. So, but I was so gassed at that point that 
I was suffering to even get more than one ring muscle up. But I feel like if I slowed myself down by 30 seconds or 40 seconds, especially at the end, I could have maybe gotten a second ring muscle up. But it really depends on whether you can get a ring muscle up. If you can't get a ring muscle up, then you just have to burn your um, tie break as fast as you can. Mm -hmm. um, I, I was shocked how uh, hard it was at the end. I do think you're right, though. I tried to, and this was a moral victory for me. Every time I got off a movement, I wanted to go straight and do at least a little bit. Yeah, just chip away. One or two or whatever it took before yeah. I stopped. Yep. So if it was going from the road to toaster bar or toaster bar to the wall balls, yep. I wanted to go right to it and do a couple. Yep. And I think that mentally that Smart. made me feel, because I'm going I'm to stop somewhere. Yeah. So I, I don't stop and take an extra break at the beginning. Take it when I really need it, uh, five or ten reps in or something <laughs> like that. But, um, I mean... I just felt so fatigued at the end. So I think people who are really well conditioned are gonna, they're gonna have the the fuel at the end to to bang out whatever they need to. Cat, if you had to do one thing different, what would have been? Uh, hang on to the cleans a little bit. Okay. More than I did. I think I have to just learn that about myself. That yep. I can really go a little farther than I think, and then in my head, and then I stop, and then I th say, oh, I'm so tired. Yeah. <laughs> it's t it's it's so easy to say it after the moment, isn't it? Totally. It, when oh, you're yeah, totally. in there, like, th you, things hurt, you know? But even when you pick it up again, I say, okay, really? You can yeah, keep doing this. right. And then as soon as I stop, I'm like, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's where I'll, I'll tell you what, sometimes it helps, and I try to do this for people, like, when I'm watching, supporting them, is, like, I'm very objective and honest when I coach. So if you ever hear me say like, hey, you look good right now, mm -hmm. like you got you, you can do more of these. I'm not trying to be positive <laughs> to help you. Like, I'm not going to lie in that situation. I think I said to Jules a few times, like, yo, you're moving that bar fast, right? Like you probably could hang on. It hurts, but you can do it. If she was catching it low and not getting her elbows through or like it was coming up uneven then or she like looked bad on the way down, then I'm like, all right, like take a break, you know, short sets. So that that's something that hopefully any coaches out there, like that's a piece of advice for you if you're helping someone through this or any athletes really because we all help each other through it is be honest in a workout. Don't only be positive. Be honest. Like, hey, you can hang on to that thing. These look great. Jules, if you could do one thing different, um, what would you do? Um, it would probably be to not think that there was 20 power <laughs> Know the workout. Know the workout. Um, that would probably have saved me, I don't know, like 10, 20 seconds. Yep. And mentally, probably would have helped you too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I agree with Sam that transitioning is huge in the workout. Just like as soon as you get off the row, go to toes to bar. As soon as you finish toes to bar, go to wall balls. Yeah. Okay, good. I like that. That's, that's good advice right there. Um, a lot of people want to get to the muscle-ups. A lot of people don't have the muscle-up yet. And in scaled, it's pull-ups, chin over bar pull-ups. So you have a lot of people doing scale that don't have the pull-up yet. And this is where, this is going to be one of those workouts. I always say there's magic in the open. We're going to see people get their first muscle up. We're going to see people get their first pull-up. It's going to happen. All right. Now, their strategy for this workout, if you know you're going to get there and you can't get one, or you might not get one, let's say, all right, because I don't like using that word can't, um, your workout is, is different. I have to get there as fast as I can to get the best possible tiebreaker. There's people in this gym that can do this work, uh, everything up to the muscle-ups or in scaled up to the pull-ups in probably eight, nine minutes. And they'll be spent. Like they might not even want to look at the rings and try them, but that will mean a lot for the tiebreaker. So I think you should, if you're going to do some of this reps per minute scale um, pacing, your number is 180, all right? One, 180, I just want to make sure, 180, Okay, that's 180 reps. That's up to the muscle-ups. Divided by 14 is just under, just about 13 reps per minute. And 
if you're going to try to get there, if you want to get like a fast tiebreaker, if you want to get these 180 reps done in 10 minutes, 18 reps per minute, think about that. You know, that's doable for a lot of people. Like, and like that, that's the number in this gym, all right? That's the, that's the fastest people move, 18 to 21 reps per minute. Just start thinking about that. If you know, like, hey, I'm just not there on the pull-ups yet for scale. I'm just not there on the ring muscle-ups for the RX, right? Make sure you can draw out a pace for yourself and say, hey, if I think I can hang with 20 reps per minute, you're going to have a great tiebreaker time. And that will mean a lot. Do you think people should repeat this workout if they... Like how many people, how, when would you give the advice to repeat this? Workout? That's a good question. I do think this is repeatable mm-hmm. um, just because the overall volume of these movements, it's not that high. Mm-hmm. Like 40 wobbles is not going to make you sore. Mm-hmm. Don't even think about the rowing in terms of repeat, like the toes to bar, the flexion and all that. Like 50 is a, in my opinion, that's a very average amount. It's now as CrossFit evolves, it's probably a below average amount for, of a workout. Like our average is like 60 to 65 when we do toes to bar. So I think if you're going to do it, I think you need to wait at least 48 hours in between. And so if you do it on a Friday, I think Sunday is an option. Ideally, you would do it Friday morning and Sunday morning. Friday night, get drunk at the open party and then do it Sunday. <laughs> Might not be the best move. Um, but I don't think there's any harm in trying. I'll say that. Like I think if, if you really are trying to make the top 10% and you're on the, on the bubble, um, this would be one I would recommend doing again. All right. Do we have any closing thoughts, guys? Uh, it just got released worldwide that we're hosting the 23.2 announcement. Um, so we, we get to you know, celebrate that. We told our members yesterday, so we all knew before. And I think we were 100% success rate on no one blowing it on their own so- social media, which I was worried about <laughs> the entire time. Um, but this is going to be a special open for us. It's going to be something. It's going to be emotional for some people, including myself. Like It's going to be a really special. I'm, I really can't think of many people I would want the open to start off with you three doing the workout. I mean that, you know, like I have a personal relationship with all three of you guys. And, um, it was, it was awesome. Like the energy, when we start the open, we had 50 people come and watch you guys do the workout. Like it's, it's special. And I hope we can all take it in, appreciate it. And then just pay it forward to everyone else that's taking on the open workout coming up. Yeah. Good luck, everyone. Have fun. Good luck. I want to. I want to thank our judges, Alan Grinberg, and who were your judges today? David Lanceloni. Yeah, and and Karam. Yeah. Did and, you guys get no rep at all? I did on a, a wall ball. <laughs> wall ball. <laughs> Those are hard to judge too, and yeah. he was really awesome with it. Yeah. I, I, and thank everyone who was here like today. It feels so special. Like I don't. It is. Whether Something like it. It's like the open next week or announcement or just having like us together yep. like the crew that was here yep. like I just love our community yep. mm-hmm. it's just, it's they're special. so cool and yep. they make me feel really awesome even yep. though I'm suffering horribly <laughs> so yeah I, it I was great th- having everyone just pile Thank in. You I so thought, much. who who told everyone we were doing this at five fifteen? I know, <laughs> probably me. <laughs> so yeah, thank you again, guys. Thank Good luck you. to everyone that's taking thank on twenty three point one, and we will see you very soon. Goodbye. Thank you, everybody, for taking the time out of your day to listen to the Herd Fit Podcast. Be on the lookout for next week's episode.